The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or turnover, back by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates and better service. Man, there's a really good chance that Tennessee can take care of business this weekend in the Basketball Hall of Fame tip-off tournament where you play Villanova on Saturday. If you beat them, you have a chance to play against Purdue or North Carolina. I know a lot of folks want to see Purdue again and get some revenge back. There's a chance Tennessee can take care of business against both. There's also a chance that Tennessee can lose to, lose both of them. And it is the beginning of the season. We have seen Tennessee go out here and win these type of games, also lose these type of games. But really it's about gaining that experience, working on your weaknesses so that way when you approach conference play that you'll be playing some of your best basketball. Touchdown or turnover, Ben, it's more likely that Tennessee will win both than lose both. Oh. Touchdown, turnover. Oh, oh you thought I was going to make it easy for you, Ben. Oh, you I'm, thought- I'm, I'm fine with giving my answer. you got to answer it, too. I, I say turnover. I think it's more likely they lose both than they win both. And the reason I say that is there's just so many question marks with this basketball team. Talked about it early in the week, coming after, coming off of the win over ETSU uh, on Monday and Tuesday. There, there's just a ton of questions. Olivier Camois, he looks great the first two games, but will it translate to Villanova? Kennedy Chandler looks terrific, looks one and done. I think he will be a one and done. I think he will play well this weekend. But we have not seen him play against top-flight competition like this. Santiago Vescovi, Josiah Jordan-James, Victor Bailey Jr., those guys look better so far this season. But how would they look against teams like Villanova, North Carolina, Purdue? We just don't know yet. Even Urosh, although Urosh isn't somebody that you're going to rely on to win basketball games for you, I mean, even he looks better. Will, will he be able to make some plays this weekend? John Fulkerson coming off of the injury. He, he's a veteran. You, you wouldn't think that he needs to knock off some rust. I mean, he, he hasn't played basketball a whole lot, even over the offseason. After the elbow to the face from Omar Payne, he dealt with uh, a shoulder injury over the offseason. He, he broke his uh, thumb. He's, he's dealt with a lot. So we'll... Will we see him need to knock off some rust? Will he be able to step in and be efficient this weekend? He looked fine against ETSU, but how does he look against top-flight competition? So that that's why I am hesitant and say that it's more likely that, that Tennessee loses these two games. Also, you're playing two freshman point guards, and I, I realize one is just an awesome talent in Kennedy Chandler, but Chandler and, and Zakai Siegler, this is their first taste of of – Big-time college basketball, and they're true freshmen. I, I think that they'll be fine. I don't think the moment will be too big for them. But there's just so many question marks with this basketball team because they haven't really played anybody yet. 
That's why I say turnover, and it's more likely that they lose these two than, than win these two. No, I'm going to agree with you. I'll say turnover as well, uh, simply because of the question marks. I'm looking at the team stats here between Tennessee and Villanova in the first couple of games, and there's a team stat that kind of jumped out at me, and that is the blocks per game where Tennessee is at 6.5, 6.5, and, and then Villanova is under one block per game at .7. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, oh, driving lanes. Finishing at the basket. They don't have any shot blockers. They're not blocking shots. This is good for Kennedy Chandler. This is good for Josiah Jordan-James. Now, Viscovi is not your your slashing, finishing at the basket type of player. But this is good for Olivier Kamwa. This is good for us if there's a lid on the rim because we have been shooting more threes, threes in the first couple games in, uh, this year than probably any other year that Rick Barnes is coached here at Tennessee because we have shooters. And we see the game continuing to evolve and evolve and evolve, and Tennessee has made those adjustments as well. But you just never know. When you're playing a neutral site game, when you're playing on the road, sometimes the ball is just not going in. So you have to find other ways to get to the, to get to the basket, other ways to put the ball in the basket, whether it is free throw line or just getting to the cup. One thing that Tennessee was criticized on um, some last year was all the two-point attempts, like all the two-point jump shots that we would miss last year. And the analytics say layups or threes. Well, if you're not hitting threes, you have a team that's not even blocking one shot per game, maybe you can get to the cup with some layups. I'm real interested to see how Tennessee does defensively this game. Villanova has bigger guards. They like to back down opposing guards and kind of feed their offense off of backing down guys into the post. And if the defense collapses, they'll they'll kick it out to a wide-open shooter, and they shoot well from the perimeter, and, and they'll knock down shots from the perimeter. Uh, if, if the defense doesn't collapse, then – then they're fine with, with trying to settle for, for mid-range jumpers off of post moves. So uh, Tennessee's guards defensively are, are going to be real big on Saturday. They, they are going to have to, to keep their man in front of them. They're going to have to play good on-ball defense. And, and if they do, then I, I really like Tennessee's, Tennessee's chances. And, and Villanova is is – fine with taking those mid-range jumpers as an opponent I'm fine with Villanova taking those mid-range jumpers especially at, at the at the rate Tennessee is shooting and making threes you'll you'll allow for mid-range jumpers tough contested mid-range jumpers all day long just don't overhelp and allow those wide open threes uh don't don't play poor on-ball defense and, and allow free runs at the basket and, and don't get in foul trouble and, and send them to the free throw line. So this is going to be a big game defensively for Tennessee, particularly their guards. Yeah, Villanova, uh, even though they lost to UCLA by nine, dude, they shot 46% from three. Mm-hmm. So they can shoot it from the outside. They did not have a block in that in that game. Uh, and they didn't necessarily turn the ball over a lot either. I mean, they had half the turnovers at UCLA. That's the thing that's surprising. 
the where where Villanova got themselves beat was on the glass. I mean, it was minus fourteen on the glass against UCLA. So, John Fulkerson, Olivia Kamwa, Josiah Jordan James, all of our guys blocking out something that we must do a really good job of because we can have the advantage in the rebound game on the glass, just like UCLA. All right, let's get to the phones. We've got Jay. Jay, good morning. Swain, good morning, buddy. What's up, man? So, Swain, help help me understand, man, and you may uh, disagree with me on this, but uh, in what world does Mel Tucker deserve $9.5 million a year? A world that, that school is willing to pay him that? You know the saying. College athletics is, I tell you what, man, it's something else. I mean, that that guy has had one good season in which he's probably about to lose this weekend to Ohio State, possibly lose another game, at least in the bowl game, depending on who he gets. And they're going to pay this guy Nick Saban money. Yes. Yes, they are, because... They're going to lose him if they don't pay him big money. Yeah, but the Swain, <laughs> that, I mean, that, that can't be an excuse to overpay for someone. Should it? I mean, to, to pay him that kind of money? Is it because, I mean, again, you're basing it off of one season where he could easily lose two or three games. Is that the standard that at Michigan State is at that low that if you finally find a coach that can go – Nine and three, you pay him Nick Saban money. Maybe they say, "Well, either you either either you pay overpay a coach, or you pay for a football program that has a bad coach and no one wants to come watch it." So you say, mm-hmm. "Well, we're going to have to pay one way or the other. We'd rather pay and be proactive to a guy to keep a really good coach that's going to get a phone call probably from SEC programs rather than paying for it on the back my- end." My question is, how do you know he's a good coach? Off of one season, again, where he's probably going to lose two or three games at least, how do you know that this guy is going to be a good coach long-term? I thought Jeremy Pruitt was going to be a good coach after he beat Auburn. We saw how that turned out. Uh, So I'm saying, how can you – not even Mel Tucker. I guess I'm wondering, how can you know that somebody's going to be a good coach long-term and invest that kind of money in them off of one decent season, because that's really all you have to go on with Mel Tucker. I don't know if I would call it decent. I mean, they're top ten in the college football playoff, and they they are in the championship conversation in November. I mean, they they are, yeah, but they're they're about to get boat raced. Yeah, but but I understand that. I mean, and they may not, but like the fact that they are in the championship conversation in November. There's only a few teams that legitimately have a chance to make the college football playoff at this point of the season. Michigan State is one of them. And I don't know how you can predict his long-term success. All I'm saying is, you know, he he has done a good job this year. And if you're Michigan State, if you believe in a guy and you can't let him go somewhere else, like you have to lock him down. Um, someone asked me on Twitter about Josh Heupel. Do you do the same thing, lock him down? And I'm talking about the money, you know, like the the amount of money. But, like, if Oklahoma comes open, do you say, here's a contract extension after one year? My answer was no. Michigan State, Michigan State. Tennessee is Tennessee. We're not in the same position as Michigan State. So I would say say no. 
Mm-hmm. I would say I would say no, but you know, if you are Michigan State, you have you know a guy like Mel Tucker, you believe in long term, and you trying to lock him down. You look at the 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 conference, and you have a chance to really be one of two teams in that conference for the next. You know, seven, eight, nine, ten years between you and Ohio State. Like, they have that opportunity to be one of the top two in the Big Ten altogether. So, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money, but everybody's money is going up, though, Jay. These TV contracts yeah, are going up, going through the roof. So, so you know, $95 million may not be a lot when you look at these contracts going through the roof. College college football money is just getting out of hand, and, and some some I'll I'll just never understand. Swain is it's the only profession that I know of that you can be horrible at your job and get paid millions of dollars to be fired. Like yeah. in in literally no other profession does that exist. Yep, yep. You can like you can you, stink and then get, and be paid not to do it anymore. Mm. Like yeah. you can get paid while stinking. And be paid not to stink and not like, coach. If, if, you, if you equate it to being a terrible heart surgeon, like you could maybe be brought up on charges. Correct. On like how bad of a heart surgeon you were or any other profession. I mean, like you're, you're, you're going to get fired and they're not going to give you a dime. But football, unless you like do some egregious rule breaking where they can fire you with cause, you're going to get paid tens of millions of dollars. For being terrible, it's just the the thinking in college athletics. Sometimes I feel like it's just backwards. Hey, you are as good as someone's willing to pay you. So if they willing to pay you that, then hey, I guess you're worth it. But that's a lot of money. That is that's a, a lot, lot of money. Of, well, we'll see, guys. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, uh. Hopefully this weekend goes well. I think we're going to beat Villanova in basketball. I think Kenny Chandler is going to. Uh, I I would rather, I know people are talking about Villanova's point guard. I, I'll take talent over experience any day. I mean, this guy's a fifth year senior for a reason. Why isn't he going pro? That's what I would want to know. This Villanova point guard. So I, I'll take Kenny Chandler. I think Kenny Chandler's going to show out. Yeah, give me Kenny Chandler all day long. And, you know, his experience playing prep ball and playing in some meaningful games, I think the moment will will not be too big for him. I think he's going to do his thing. Uh, I don't have a, a question about Kenny Chandler. You know, my concern is, is, is how ready to go is John Fulkerson. He's ready to put in that work. He's ready to play, you know, extended minutes. I don't have any questions about Kenny Chandler. Before this contract extension offer from Michigan State, Mel Tucker is right now making right at $5.56 million, which is fourth in the Big Ten. Right now, James Franklin is the highest paid coach in the Big Ten at $7 million per year. And should not be. $7 million a year. But there was a time when, when Penn State was in the position that Michigan State's in right now. Well, they were a game away from being in the college football playoff conversation in November. 
But it's funny how things change just in the course of a few months. The money's going up for coaches. And listen, we shouldn't be surprised because now players are able to make money too. So you know the coaches' money is going to go up too. Swain and Vin, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design Voted Best Barbecue in City View Magazine and a top 100 barbecue restaurant in the country, Dead End is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering and local delivery with Valet Gourmet. That's right, you can have Dead End brought to you. Can't think of the spread for your next event? Get Dead End to cater it. Check them out online, deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. 
Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. It's Red Plastic Cop with some big news for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills. And create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. And you cannot have game week. In college football, especially in SEC country, without a little trash talk. It's impossible. You got to talk a little trash with the opponent, against the opponent, leading up to the game on Saturday. We did it last week. We did it the week before that. We did it all season long. You have to. It's a part of college football. And this week is no different just because the opponent is South Alabama. This trash talk segment is brought to you by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Did you know that there are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways? That's really bad for the environment, but you can do something about it, folks. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Taking pride in our state. Good thing you don't have to live in South Alabama, right? I would never want to live in South Alabama. I I do enjoy North Alabama. Well, more specifically, Huntsville. <laughs> there, there, are, there are parts of North Alabama, Decatur, Coleman, places like that in North Alabama <laughs> that I, I want no part of. Hartzell, I'm good. Scottsboro. <laughs> Stevenson, North Jackson. Huntsville, you good. Huntsville, I'm good. Huntsville is, is somewhat fall country, so, so you're good in Huntsville. But you just start going down to Mobile, and, and the air just gets stinkier and stinkier. I mean, there's nothing in Mobile, Alabama. I mean, the only good thing to ever come from Mobile is T. Martin. That, that's it. That's it. I mean, it. It is truly. And Valus Jones. And Valus Jones. It is truly the the butt crack of America. I mean, who, who have you ever heard anybody say, "I'm going on vacation to Mobile"? No, they they say the beach, which is somewhat close to Mobile, but a good forty five minutes to an hour. And it's called Orange Beach for a reason. Yeah, right. Because because Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, is big orange country. So to even trick people to even go down to the beach that's in Alabama, you got to call it Orange Beach. Yes, I mean, and, and their football program is just nothing but a, 
bunch of scrubs running around. I mean, they, they don't even really have their own stadium. Their, their stadium is thought of more for the Senior Bowl than their own university. I mean, nobody even recognizes that the South Alabama Jaguars, which, by the way, Cougars are better than Jaguars. We, we can all agree on that, that that's, we all prefer Cougars over Jaguars. That's a fact. That, that is a fact, Jack. But the South Alabama Jaguars play in the stadium, and people still recognize it more for being the home of the Senior Bowl. Man, let's get on this logo. It looks like your kiddos, your youngsters, got together and and drew it in school one day and brought it home and was like, "Look, Daddy, I drew you a picture." Like this logo looks like it was made on MS MS Paint. I mean, the logo is terrible. Logo is terrible. And the head coach name is Kane Womack. He's the fake Kane. We got the real Kane here. Mm-hmm. Glenn Jacobs is the real Kane, Knox County Mayor. They have a fake Kane. He's not even a real Kane. No. And Jake Bentley, it's time to give it up, dude. I mean, what is this? <laughs> year 19 of football? I mean, you're not good. No, you're not good at all. And then, I mean, you get hurt everywhere you go. You got hurt at South Carolina, you got hurt at Utah. You, you transferred from Utah. You transferred from South Carolina. <laughs> You're supposed to be the son of a football coach, yet you don't even play like the son of a football coach. You, you'd think a son of a football coach would be much better at football. I mean, please, you are a disgrace to coaches, kids please, everywhere please who play don't football. Let him, please don't let him come in here and ride off 100 yards rushing. He's going to have a 100-yard rushing against us. The last time Tennessee played South Alabama – it was closer than what I would have uh, liked it to be. This is just the second meeting between Tennessee and the Jaguars. The first meeting, Tennessee won September the 28th. is at the beginning of the season, 2013. That was the first season of Butch Jones where we won 31 224. Needed a Brian Randolph interception in the back of the end zone to seal it. Whoo! This trash talking segment is brought to you by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Again, folks, over 100 pieces of litter is on our beautiful Tennessee roadways. Just, just don't litter. I think the, the thought that I have is would you throw trash on your living room floor? And for those who say, yeah, just be quiet. You're nasty. You wouldn't throw trash on your living room floor. And don't do that to the beautiful state of Tennessee. Don't do that. Let South Alabama be trashy. We're not going to be trash. We're going to be beautiful. Yes. 865-255-03 is our telephone number to the Irish Network's hotline. That logo is atrocious. Let, let Jake Bentley be the only trash that is on the field. That's not nice, man. In the state of Tennessee this weekend. I mean, as, as Alex says here on the text box, Bentley, more like Brokely. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, you're hanging on to a thread. It's time to give it up, dude. You're, you're not good, and you're old. Neil Mafia says, Jake Bentley has been in college so long that John Fulkerson told him it was time to move on. Guns Bang says, Hank Aaron was from Mobile. Shh. Get your facts out of here, guns bang. Yeah, get the facts out of here, man. And I'm with you, Rodney. Ain't nobody going to Coleman. 
I'm good. Coleman, Hartzell, that little armpit of Alabama. I'm not going. No. When I have to drive to Birmingham, I go straight through. No stops. I make sure I fill up in Huntsville so I don't have to stop at Coleman or Hartzell. Yeah, like I, I'm cool with Mel, Mel Tucker getting paid. Yeah, a couple people, people here on the text box, the real D from 423 says, why are people mad that Mel is getting paid? The $9.5 million ain't coming out of their pockets. If they want to overpay someone, who cares? Let that man secure the bag. Rodney says, get out of that man's pockets. Jackson says, why are you upset someone is getting paid? That, that's how I see it. If Michigan State wants to pay him $9.5 million, go do it. Go do it. He's a perfect fit for Michigan State. He understands that place. And Michigan State sees an opportunity to be able to compete with Ohio State. Let him pay him. Now, would I do it at Tennessee in Hypo's first season? No, we, that's why we have a contract. We have a contract. And and we have been paying people not to coach for way too long. Let's build our money back up. Let's give Josh Hypo something to thrive towards, strive towards. And this Oklahoma Hypo connection is not even – as healthy as people think it is. They threw him under the bus and fired his butt when it wasn't his fault that the team wasn't progressing the way they should have been. Bob Stoot's brother was a defense coordinator. He wasn't going to fire his brother when the defense was giving up all these points, so they decided to throw their Heisman Trophy candidate under the bus. Tennessee would never. Tennessee would never do that to you, Heupel. And Heupel understands he's building something special here. He has an AD that knows him, that believes in him. He has all the resources to be successful. Ain't no reason for Hypo to go anywhere. Don't make any sense. Um, but Jake Bentley is hurt, though. I know. So you know how bad this is going to be. This is going to be a beat down. Senator Tillman's going to get 1,000 yards in the first quarter. Just kidding. Just kidding. He's not going to do that. But this this should be a beatdown. Like Kay May said on Tuesday, it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun, Jason. Um, it should be. After you get, get done you know, blo- blocking Georgia defensive ends, guys that will be feature NFL players, and you play Alabama, you play Kentucky, you play Ole Miss in the course of you know, four or five weeks, and then, boom, you play South Alabama. Oh, it should be fun. It should be fun. 865-255-03. I mean, they're not even the best terrible football program in the state of Alabama. UAB is significantly better. Alabama A&M is better. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, they're they're not even the, the best directional school in the state. Yeah, that would be UAB, wouldn't it? Well, they're not a directional school because, you know, it's University of Alabama, Birmingham. Oh, yeah. What but about UNA? UNA is better. UNA, they, what, what are they, West Lions? Alabama. They're the Lions? I think they're the Lions. They are. Do you know their school colors? It's like purple and white, I think. There you go, purple and gold. Yeah. Yeah. Nelson says, Mel would light it up at Florida or LSU. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. I mean, South Alabama doesn't even have original colors. I mean, 
can you show some originality? It looked like, uh, like Arizona. What's that? It looked like Arizona Wildcats. Uh, yes, and and they play like Arizona Wildcats on the field as well. <laughs> You're right about that. I mean, every school in America, it feels like, has blue or red in it. Somehow, some way. A lot of schools do. You can't come up with with your own <laughs> colors and your generic jerseys that look like Reebok made them. Dallas, Dallas Vol says, Mel's pay has nothing to do with Tennessee, but you mad he getting saving money. Why you really bad? I guess talking to Jay. I, hey, Jay, Jay was passionate about about. Mel getting that money. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with Tennessee. I am cool. Uh, Florida Vols fan says UNA Lions is what my degree says. Purple and gold. Okay, okay. Florida Vols fan. I'm sorry that you had to spend four years of your life in Florence, Alabama. My goodness. Uh, Brandon B says, just now tuning in, but have y'all seen the Zach Stacy video? My gosh, it's terrible, man. I hate to even, I hate I even clicked on it. I didn't click on it. I saw like the screen, like screenshots from the video. I know TMZ released it yesterday. Zach Stacy's the former Vanderbilt running back. I read the description of the video, and it made me sick. It made me sick. I mean, how could you do that with your five-month-old son sitting there watching that? And will he remember it? Probably not. But it's the facts. It's just the principle of the whole situation. You, you you doing that to your kid's mother right in front of him? Like, Zach Stacey got to go. He got to go for a while. He got to go. Riley Vall says, I saw a tweet about NC State yesterday. Who punked my alma mater? No, that's not what happened. C-Mac called in and was talking about his – his affiliation with Memphis, he grew up, you know, he grew up in Memphis, and he said he spent some time at NC State, and he made it sound like he, you know, serving a jail sentence or something when he was at NC State. And that's 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 where it all came from. Vaughn Birmingham says, Swain, it was horrible. He literally threw her across the room into a TV. His son was right there, and her daughter was hiding in another room crying. I'm telling you, man. Zach, Zach Stacy got to go. He got to go for a while. I'm sure the Baltimore Ravens will sign him shortly. He got to go. He's not even in the league. He got to go. He got to go, man. Jack Roy says, I'm pretty sure UAB is a directional school. Google directional school. I think if it mentions a direction within a state or and or a city name, then it is a directional school. Either way, it's fun to call them that. It is fun to call them that. I just always thought a directional school was west, south, northeast. That's what I thought, too. But I'm willing to learn new things each and every day. I can admit I'm not the smartest person in the room. 865-255-03. Miami is looking for a new AD and Brent McMurphy. Uh, put out a tweet yesterday um, talking about potential candidates. We're not going to freak out about Danny White, are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Danny White has a brother that lives in Miami, lives in Florida. I can see him going to Miami. Oh, my gosh. He'd be closer to his brother, spend more time with him. Oh, my gosh. I think Danny White's brother is a potential candidate. Looking at Brent McMurphy's tweet. 
And he tweets a lot. Washington AD Pat Chung is one of them. Uh, South Florida's AD Michael Kelly. FAU's AD Brian White. Former Louisville AD Tom George. And then uh, two Miami alums, Gino Toretta and then Alonzo Highsmith are the leading candidates right now for the AD position. So if it's uh, FAU's Brian White, it ain't going to be Lane Kiffin. i tell you that right now. But if you look at <clears throat> Tom George, that's a that's a that's an interesting name. We saw what happened with Louisville and that whole mess up there. But man, at one point, Louisville basketball and football was rocking, was rolling, and he has won a championship uh, there in basketball, and he has had a football program that was that was uh, rocking at one point as well. So. I don't know about Washington State AD. Um, it's always interesting to go with alums and Gino Toretta, who was their all-world quarterback there. But no Danny White. No. There's a there's a dude named White. But it's not Danny White. But they may be related to Danny White. But it's not Danny White. You know, I think uh, Tennessee should be really worried about Josh Heupel taking the Washington State job. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to coach JG for a seventh year? <laughs> uh, man, Brian White, it looked just alike. It looked just alike. It looked just like his brother. Yeah, look like Mike White, too? They all, they all look alike, man. Well, I mean, that's just why, think that's about That's why they're brothers. If Josh Heupel takes the Miami AD job, he can be in the state of Florida – Again with Mike and his brother. That's that's what we can that's what we can convince ourselves. That, yep, I can see it. I can see Danny. I can see Danny and you know wanting to be down there and have you know be be you know make it easy for Kevin White dad to just go down there and visit all of his sons in Florida without having to leave the state. This is why I'm scared that Danny's gonna take over that Miami A D job. There's some Tennessee fan out there saying let Danny leave. <laughs> I'm tired of him calling us out. He's still mad about that. Still mad about it. I'm still mad that he said we was negative. <laughs> Go ahead, leave. Go I'm hang still, out in Miami. I'm still mad he called us negative. That's because we are. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Danny White, man, how about how about them letters coming back? They coming back. How about those letters coming back? V O L S. Those letters are coming back to Neyland Stadium. Looks like it's going to be the white letters with the orange, excuse me, the white box with the orange letters instead of the uh, orange box with the white letters. Uh, I don't, I've never seen the orange box with the white letters. I haven't seen them. Um, I think they, like, got auctioned off or something. Uh, I've never seen them before. They I've make never, some new ones. Well, all I know is the letters are going back on the stadium, and the question was for a while – um, could they structurally go on without falling off? Like, could you like really pull it off from a uh, safety standpoint, um, engineering standpoint? And the answer is yes. So I'm 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 excited about that. Um, the Crispin Company is the construction company that's doing the work at Neilan. So I can't wait to follow their work and kind of see how everything comes together. 
um, this spring, this offseason, once um, construction starts there. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I just got a text from someone that says, believes individual owns the letters. So maybe maybe a big-time donor flat out just bought the letters. I don't know. What I don't know. Mean? Maybe he can give them back. Put them on the stadium. We trade. We'll trade it out with you. Because it seems like people are excited about the letters, but the orange letters is where they want to go. Well, the orange box with the white letters is, is what they want. But hey, I'm just happy they're going back. I'm just happy they're going back. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. We got for what coming up? Hour three is around the corner. Stay with us. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. For what is coming up on the Swain event. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. 
He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the Big Orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? for us this morning we have an audio we have to play to illustrate how big of a for what this really is and my first for what goes to Matt Campbell the head coach at Iowa State at what point Matt Campbell was the hottest coach in the coaching hire cycle in the last couple years He's done a great job there at Iowa State, competing at a high level there in the Big 12, beating, knocking off some of the top programs uh, in the Pac-12, oh, excuse me, Pac-12, the Big 12 in the recent years. This year has not gone according to plan. In his press availability, he pulled a Lyle Allen Jones where he tried to just lower the expectations after not meeting them. But before, he had high expectations. But now, he doesn't have high expectations anymore. Listen to this from Matt Campbell. How do you, as a coach, view goals? Because at the beginning of the season, you, your players, the goal was Big 12 championship. Oh, not me. That was never my goal. Okay. My goal has always been one thing, and that's to become the best version of ourselves we can become. So you've never heard me say that word once. 
Um, you've only heard me talk about becoming the best version of yourself you can be. And really, my challenge for this year's team was to become the greatest together team in the history of Iowa State football. And so far, all of our goals are still intact from a Coach Campbell standpoint. Now, could our players have other goals and aspirations? Sure. Do I want them to have great goals and aspirations? Sure. But that's not Coach Campbell's goal. That was never said by me. The greatest together team in Iowa State football history. Does he know how corny that sounds? The greatest together team and referring to himself in third person? That's not Coach Campbell's goal. Wow. It's probably $4 million a year. Listen, we have had our experience with a coach in front of a podium, in front of a mic or behind a podium, talking about the SEC East was not a goal. When that is the goal every year is to win your division and then win your conference. That should be your goal every single year. And how it how is it not your goal? How are you able to achieve it if you never talk about it? That's not your goal. So what are you doing? Why are you coaching? Why are you collecting $4 million if your goal is not to win a championship? Because I can promise you, the people that are writing you the check, that's, that's their goal. The fans that go to your games, that's their goal. That's what they want. They want a conference championship. Gee. Whew. Ben, you have a for what? As well. I do indeed. Matthew Stafford's wife deserves a for what and is going to get a for what because she threw a pretzel at a 49ers fan. That's right. Matthew Stafford's wife threw a pretzel at a 49ers fan after a fan called her out in an Instagram comment. Kelly Stafford acknowledged that she was in the wrong when she threw a pretzel at a 49ers fan and was escorted from her seat by security. I'm an idiot, she wrote. He was saying a bunch of things that were aggressive towards our crew, but zero excuse. I tried to apologize, but in the end, I knew I was wrong. We'll always stand up for my guy and everyone I love, but obviously needed to do it completely different. I'm embarrassed too. Sorry you had to witness me in my weak moment. So she gets it for what? For throwing a pretzel. But, I, you know, honestly, I, I kind of thinking about it. I kind of think she deserves an girl. I mean, th- that's the type of wife I want to have. I mean, she's... Ride she, or die. She, she was the most accurate Stafford in that football game. Look, ain't got time for the jokes. Matthew Stafford's my fantasy quarterback. No time for the jokes, sir. What's that, four picks in the last two games? Shut up. Two pick sixes in the last four games? Two games? I'll fight you. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not Matthew Stafford's fault. It's the Lions' fault. No, it is Odell Beckham Jr.'s no, fault. No, it's not. He, he, he curses everything he touches no. and everything he is a part of. It's not his fault. He is a walking curse. No, Stafford was throwing picks before Odell arrived. He was, instead of seeing ghosts, he was seeing lions. My goodness, man. Matthew Stafford. That you gotta wash that stank off of you, man. You gotta wash that Detroit Lion off of you. That's the problem. That's why he's playing like a Detroit Lion right now. My goodness. You got your wife out here 
be more accurate than you are during the game. Mm, mm, mm. 865-255-03. Riley Vall says, Ben got more leagues than Stokes. More has craft beers. Yeah, you get in a lot of different leagues, like fantasy, NFL, fantasy, and college. I'm just in two NFL ones. One college one. I feel like that's a good amount. Vaughn Barmham says, she should have said, yeah, I did it, and? That's right. I, You know, like, I, I kind of regret putting her on for what? Like, I, uh, this is what I would want my wife to do is, is throw a, a bagel at somebody. It's not like she threw a, a baseball at somebody's head. Still, I mean, you still can't do that. Think, but think about this. Was it a soft pretzel or a hard pretzel? Did it have mustard on it from the real D from 423? That's a good question. Here's something we have to think about, too. No. Imagine being a parent, a spouse, at a football game. And everyone in the crowd is, like, dog cussing and criticizing your spouse or your kid. Like, think about all the quarterbacks that play here at Tennessee. And their parents being in the stands. And imagine the things that they heard at football games. I mean, I had a conversation with Crompton about this. Jonathan Crompton. I mean, I had a conversation with my uncle about this. When, when I was playing, he would go to the games, and he would tell me the things that people would say about you know, Ainge and other quarterbacks in front of their parents. You can't tell me that at some point you don't get the urge to turn around and either tell that fan what you really think or throw a damn pretzel at them. Just weird. Kevin says my Hannah boy goes to Swain for his. She was the most accurate Stafford in that game. <laughs> I mean, it was on the tee. I had to say it. Uh, Kid says, wow, what a career-limiting move by Campbell. Beyond embarrassing when you make a statement and the immediate comparison is Butch Jones, then you are screwed. Hope he enjoys Iowa State and wants to be there for the long haul because no Power 5 team is ever hiring him after that BS loser statement. This might be the realest thing Ken said in a long time. That is the truth, Ken. That is the truth. And in the article here on uh, Bar- BarstoolSports.com, Iowa State, just 11 weeks ago, was a playoff contender. Now they are unre- uh, unranked. And how about you just say, hey, man, this is this, is, this year is not going according to plan. I got to do a better job of coaching. This is not what we, you know, this is, these are not the expectations of Iowa State. We have a high standard. But, no, he tried to lower the bar and say, no, that's not my, that's not, that's, that's not my goal. My goal is not, my goal is not Big 12, Big 12 championship. The goal is what, Ben? Be the best togetherness team in the in the country. That is the stupidest. The best thing I've ever togetherness. Heard. What? Does that even make sense? Oh boy. Uh, very important question from Neil and Mafia on the text box. 
there is an opening for an Ohio State radio show in Columbus, do we need to fear you leaving? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm good. Don't worry about that. We did not take a room of the house that could have been used by my wife to turn into a broadcast studio just to not use it. And also get new equipment and things ordered for the sound quality of the show to improve in some areas. We did not do all these things to not use it. So we here. We in here. We are in here. Like swimwear? We are in there like swimwear, my friend. You are correct. We are in this house. Raleigh Vall says, who got the best cookies in Knox? Tay Spot. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all have to ask somebody else. I don't, I don't know. I have no clue. D. Hampton 2-3 says, Coach Campbell and Butch in a men's club together or something? Definitely. Ballstorm says, even Butch never referred to himself a third person. Wow. <laughs> BC1 Cam says, I didn't hear them disagreeing like this when Jimbo Fisher got saving money. Well, Jimbo Fisher did win a championship before the state, though, so you got you to gotta throw that in there. Hour three coming up.